Blog Talk Radio. That's right, it's going down. This is Jeff McConnell, a.k.a. Zen Rhino, bringing you episode 30 of the Damage Report live radio. Today um, is a special episode. Haven't done one in a while. Apologize for that, people. Um, you know, it's it's kind of rough. My laptop is a bit shaky. Um, hasn't always been very dependable. No thanks to Toshiba. And... Um, Best Buy really sucks. I, I hate to say that, but uh, you know that it was a bad mistake for me to choose Toshiba this time through Best Buy. So anyway, forget about that. This is the Damage Report Live Radio. Like I said, episode thirty. This is the Alexa Connors interview. Um, if you're a fan of the show, you know I've been talking about Alexa Connors for a while. South Carolina fighter set to make her pro debut with Invicta Fighting Championships next week, May 7th, at Invicta FC 17. Um, this is a good one for me. I mean, uh, I've been waiting for Alexa to make her pro debut in a while, and she couldn't have done a better job than uh, landing with the promotion as successful and wonderful as Invicta, Shannon Knapp and Julie Kedzie do a really good job of putting on quality fight matchups and amazing events. Um, And this fight with Alexa and Laura Haworth is going to be opening the show. So if you can't be in Costa Mesa, California live to see it, you can watch it on UFC Fight Pass. So make sure you check that out. That's going to be next uh, Friday, May 7th, sorry. Excuse me, a little something caught my throat there. But uh, definitely, like I said, I've been talking uh, about Alexa for a while now. Um, if I have my information current, and I'm sure she can correct me if I'm wrong whenever uh, I bring her on. She's uh, waiting there. I'm getting ready to bring her on soon. But I have her listed uh, according to MixedMartialArts.com as a 7-in-1 amateur. She has three different titles, two of them with one promotion, at uh, Bantamweight and Featherweight, and also another promotion uh, at Bantamweight. So, um, like I said, she's been an exciting fighter, very amazing. Someone that I felt was ready for the next level with a promotion such as the UFC or Invicta for a while. Happy to see that she's landed with such a a great promotion like Invicta. Shannon Knapp has a a history of developing the fighters very well. They don't just, you know, there are no easy fights in Invicta but they have a, a, a tendency to develop their fighters well. They just don't throw them in the deep end and say, yeah, sink or swim. Uh, so, like I said, I, I couldn't say anything better than I already have about her, but I'm going to try today. And so instead of just me mumbling, I'm going to bring her on. So uh, with no further ado, uh, Alexa, are you there? Yes, I am. Hi, Jeff. How are you? 
Okay. Happy to have you here. Thanks for uh, taking time out of your busy schedule. Uh, I know you said you, you actually got work today, don't you? I do. You said you're going to be work. Yeah, you you were. Tra- I see you posting online that you're already. You've been training. You're doing uh, incline sprints with uh, Ashley Dollface Greenway, and, and you're taking time out to do this interview. And then you got to go to work. How, how does that feel? First of all, I'm tired. I imagine that. And, and like I said, I, I appreciate you being on. Um, and I'll try not to take up too much of your time. I give you a little bit of a rest before you got to go to work. Um, like I said, I mean, my listeners definitely know who you are because um, uh, I try to remain neutral, but it's no secret that I'm part of uh, Team Connors. I've been praising you every chance I can. But for those of the listeners out there that may have been under a rock for the past couple of years, uh, why don't you give them a little update on who you are, what your record is, and talk about the titles that you have had as an amateur as you're getting ready to make your pro debut. Um, as an amateur, my record, ending record is 8-1, and, one, and um, I held titles for Conflict MMA, 135-145 pound titles, and then USFFC out of South Carolina have their 135 pound title as well, and I'm looking to make my debut, my pro debut with Invicta next weekend. Okay, see, that's that's what it's, I, I, I thought so, uh, I thought you were 8-1, MMA, yeah, mixedmartialarts.com only has you listed as seven and one on here, so we'll have to have them correct that because that's. <laughs> I thought they may not have my last fight on there from December. Yeah, the last one they have here is uh, the US FFC aftershock from UFC twenty four. Yeah, they don't have my last fight um, against Miranda Daring from Michigan. Okay. That was in December. The conflict. That's right. I did remember seeing the video of that, uh, or a clip of it at least, I believe. But that's yeah, that's definitely so. See, mixedmartialarts.com, you got to catch up. This this girl is making making her way in in the world here. So, uh, so <laughs> now that we can finally talk about, it, I mean, I, I I've been hoping for this for a while, and I was so glad about. It. Once you, it's, how, how did you feel whenever you finally got word from uh, from Evicta that they were gonna they wanted to sign you, and then finally, I knew it took a little while before they got got you a fight. So how did that feel as well? So excited. I couldn't believe that finally everything I've been working hard for the past five years is happening. Um, I, just, I was really excited, but I – what was your last question? Sorry. I was say, how did it feel that, you know, to finally get signed with the victor, that, you know, you got that, but I mean, but how did you feel? I mean, because it took them a while to get you a fight, didn't it? I mean, it's not like they said, hey, we want to sign you, and here's an opponent, so – how, well, actually, I mean, it, it didn't take too long, only a couple months. Like, I know Ash Ashley got signed, and she had to wait, like, a year or two before she could get her first fight, and it only took maybe two, three months before we got word that I'd be fighting quick okay. turnaround. Yeah, I mean, I mean still, even that, wasn't there a little bit of anxiety going, like, okay, I'm signed, when can I get in? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I get signed, and then I'm told, a month or two later, I'm going to be fighting. I'm like, okay, that was pretty quick. <laughs> but, yeah, that's, you know uh, me, I'm excited, and I'm always ready to fight. Yeah, that's, I mean, like, I mean, I'm not a matchmaker. I mean, I, I leave that up to my good friend Molly uh, down there in uh, South Carolina. But I've been I've been trying, I was I was hoping that Invicta would have uh, given you uh, Amberlynn Orr, because I thought that would have been a good uh, debut fight for you. But, uh, yeah, but, you I think know, they, they did hurt right you know, now, though. 
Oh, that's, I didn't know that. That's See, mm-hmm. Julie, Kedzie, and Shannon know what they're doing because I, I was trying to say, hey, come on, let's put these two together. Because to me, like I've been saying the last time when you were on the show, that, that was the fight at Bantamweight that mattered. I didn't care anything about Ronda versus whoever. It was <laughs> Alexa versus Amberlin because, I mean, you guys – and it's good, I mean, because she's with Invicta, too. Like you said, she's hurt. So maybe somewhere down the line that that match that I, I've been looking for can finally happen. But um, they did give you a, a tough opponent. I believe uh, Laura's making her Invicta debut also, uh, Laura Howarth. Um, so uh, what are your thoughts on that whenever they finally did tell you, okay, here's your fight, and this is who we'd like you to fight? What were your thoughts on that? I think Laura, I've been looking – online and stuff trying to figure out some things about her. I think she's two in one as a pro and um the videos I see on YouTube she looks like she's well rounded so it's more like a wrestler and a grappler so I'm used to fighting wrestler and grapplers and everyone wants to mm-hmm. take me down. <laughs> but um yeah. I don't know, she looks really well rounded. I'm really excited to test fling skills and my wrestling skills against her and after switching camps over to Revolution mixed martial arts over here in Spartanburg, South Carolina, I feel pretty confident that Jimmy and Sarah and them, those guys got me ready wrestling and grappling-wise to go against her. Yeah, because I mean, that was one of the things because, I mean, I'm, i i got to give full disclosure here. Both you guys are on my friend list on Facebook. I, I liked you both. I mean, it, that was one of the tough things. It was like, oh, why did they have to put two of my friends on there together? But, <laughs> I mean, it's uh, she, you know she is she is a, a quality opponent. So that shows that Shannon and Julie are taking you seriously. You know both of you. They, they, it's like oh there are no easy fights in Evicta, but that was one of the things I asked you uh, privately uh, before. I was saying like hey, she's training with uh, Tanya Evinger, you know the Invicta bantamweight champ, and uh, I was like you know is that going to affect your game? And I know I know what you're going to say, but I mean but for the listeners out there, can you just say you know knowing that she's training with the current Invicta Bantamweight champ, how does that uh, affect your training and how do you feel what you're doing is going to counteract that? Oh, it doesn't bother me. I mean, Tanya is obviously an awesome fighter and she's a pretty cool person, but, um, you know, I fight with a trainer with Sarah McMahon and Jimmy Fowler and Ashley Greenway and a bunch of people out of Revolution and they're just as good, if not better, so um, they are going to get me ready. I mean, I believe 100% in the revolution and what Coach Jimmy and his plans. I think we'll be fine. I mean, yeah, definitely. Like I said, I mean, I, I'm a fan of Tanya's. I'm a, I'm a fan of Laura's. Definitely a fan of Sarah McMahon. I mean, that's yeah, it definitely. Yeah, that you, you're not you're not training with with uh, ducks or anything like that. There, you know, you got you got some uh, stone cold killers there between uh, Olympic wrestler Sarah McMahon and Ashley Dolphface Greenway. You know, she uh, she's got Invicta experience. That's so. Um, you know, that's pretty impressive. Like I said, you know, it, it's good to see that Julie, because I know I interviewed Shannon about uh, a year ago whenever I was helping out uh, Steve over at uh, Cage Side Submissions, and, and I mentioned your name. I was trying to, you know, give you a little in there, I, you know, and it, it impressed <laughs> me that she knew who you were. Like, this was like a year, year and a half ago. They definitely knew who you were. You were on their radar, and she said, yeah, we're definitely looking at fighters like like Alexa, and uh, we would like to see them in the Invicta Cage soon, so that's it was nice to see that finally come to fruition. And um, so can you just, like, talk to the, the listeners and say about, how, you know, what what are your experiences interacting with the people at Invicta? Like, have you had a chance to have much interaction with Shannon and Julie, or how's that um, go? More of Julie right now. 
but not a whole lot of like haven't had a chance to actually talk talk to them, like get to know them as people. Uh, just the typical back and forth stuff of medicals and what our flight colors are and that kind of thing. Just getting everything ready to go for next weekend. But I look forward to meeting them in person and getting a chance to talk to them when I get over there Wednesday next week. Yes. So, so how's I mean, when are you actually, you know, when do they want to have you out there in Costa Mesa? Uh, when does, because I know technically, I guess this starts fight week for you because it's just a week away. So when, right. when does it really um, come down? When when will you be traveling out to California? You know, are you going to be doing any media flying, thing before that? They're flying me and my coach, Jimmy, out to California on Wednesday. But we haven't got a schedule or anything yet for the media and all that kind of thing. I know our weigh-ins are on Friday. And then obviously we fight Saturday. So, okay. so I mean, right, Kirk, yeah, be out there Wednesday and Sarah and a bunch of friends will be there by Thursday. Okay, that's the yeah, I got. I was I jumped the gun in there. I, I read my calendar wrong. I said Friday, May seventh. Actually, that's right. The weigh-ins are next Friday. The fights are next Saturday. So that's cool. Right. And like I said, how, how's that feel that you're going to be opening the show? And for the people who don't get to see it live, they can actually watch you on UFC Fight Pass. Right. Um, I'm excited. Like I actually have not had a chance to open up for any card yet. So this is my first time ever fighting for the very first fight. So, um I don't know, I'm excited. I think Shannon and Julie did a right decision by picking me and Laura as the first fight to FC seventeen. Because it looks like Laura likes to throw hands, I like to throw hands, she wants to wrestle, I'll wrestle. I think it's gonna be a really good fight. Yeah, that was one of the things, because, I mean, like I said, I, I, she is on my friends list, so I get to see what she's been posting in in her uh, her timeline, and, you know, it looks like, she, you know, they're getting her ready, and she's, you know, I, I'm friends with, you know, that's another disclosure thing there, I'm friends with her management, uh, Jay General out there, shout out to Jay at Fresh Start, you know, I've been friends with him a while, so it's, it you know, it looks like they couldn't have picked two better women to start off the show. It's going to be fireworks, I think. And actually, I, I think I posted this. I don't know how I worded it, but I think I said that that uh, the main event might get a run for its money as far as fight of the night goes, because I really think you guys could uh, produce some fireworks. So, it's, you know, like I said, I, I'm, I'm happy for you. I'm proud of what you accomplished. And, you know, it's, um, you know, it's good to see that you're going to be on the big stage. Well, thank you. <laughs> I, um, getting back to some things that you were talking about, the people that you were training with, why don't you uh, give a little, uh, give you some time so you can mention them, you know, the, your, who you're training with, your coaches, your uh, teammates there, give them a little uh, shout-out because I know they're they're working hard to help you uh, make a successful debut, hopefully. Yeah. Um, well, first and foremost, my head coach, Jimmy Fowler, he, mm-hmm. he, he actually surprises me because – not a whole, you don't know a whole lot of coaches who will do every practice with you and do the conditioning with you and do just as much as us and pretty much be the first one done on everything. So it's just a whole other level of respect when it comes to Jimmy because he's willing to put in the work with you, so you're willing to do whatever you need to do in the cage when it comes to fight time for him and for the gym. Um, of course, Sarah McMahon, she's helped me a lot um, through this camp, not just getting me ready fight-wise, and mentally, she's just a really good friend, and she's been there for me 
through a lot of the stuff that my friend, um, myself and my family have been through. Um, Asher Greenway, she's been a good friend of mine for a couple years now, and she's helped me. Uh, Anna Crutchfield, she's a known kickboxer down here and boxing champ, um, and a bunch of other people. Uh, Hannah Ricola, uh, Justin Scoggins, the Scoggins brothers, Jared Scoggins, Tanner Cercino, a bunch of guys are down here. The whole Revolution team, I can't thank them enough, and also can't thank the fight doctors enough for giving me the opportunity to come to Revolution and help me with this weight cut and help me get ready for this fight. Mm-hmm. Yes, like I said, I mean, I, I've seen that you, you know, you're you're posting photos, uh, you're doing the incline sprints, you're you're you know, yeah. got Blake Rice in there, you got Ashley, you got Sarah, you know, like you said, it, it's explain how how that is. I mean, because some people, I actually saw, I, I forget who it was that was, uh, you know, they slammed some people because I, I see some fighters out there, that, you know, they're getting GoFundMe pages and they're trying to get people. To help out because explain to them how you're you're working a, a full time job you're training full time and you know here you are you know people probably just automatically assume oh she's with Invicta now she's probably making the big money what do you mean she has to have a job mm-hmm. explain how it is uh, you know that sponsors are really important that you know you oh, yeah. work, you you know, just because you're fighting for Invicta or even UFC you're not make people understand it's the upfront for like the beginning professional fighters like the medicals not ex- they're not cheap at all like well mm-hmm. over $1,200 just in medical fees that kind of thing Um, and then fees to just be able to get your license to fight and then your corner fees and then your gear and then your food the right food to get for your weight cuts isn't cheap like it's it all adds up and the sponsorships and people helping out. Like I am so grateful for everyone who helped me through this camp because without them, none of this would be possible. Yeah. I mean, that's like, they got a real, like, I, I guess, I mean, not everybody like that. I, I, I can't believe who it was. I, I'll have to look back and see who it was. I just couldn't believe it whenever I saw that, but it was like, it was a UFC or an Invicta fighter. They were saying like, who are these people that are, you know, they're slamming fighters that are, you know, not, not everybody's making the Conor McGregor money. So it's like, and they don't realize that sometimes it's like it's like uh, a twelve week, uh, you know, four or five, even six months in advance. Like you're saying, you have upfront costs that you have to pay. And they're saying, oh, well, you know, you're a fighter. Why do you need to get a job? And that, that just really frustrated me. And that's, that's I just wanted them. Whenever you said that today, you're like, hey, can we make the show at four, not five? Because I got work. I was like, holy cow, man. This that really you know made me realize like she's got a full time job and she's training full time. And, you know, that's, that's just, I mean, it's, it's just another feather in your cap because that's such an amazing thing that you're doing. You're balancing life and you're, you know, trying to chase your dreams. So yeah, that, that was right. just something I felt like, you know, like people needed to explain it. Like, hey, not everybody just coming into this with Conor McGregor money and just because you get signed with <laughs> I wish. And, yeah. <laughs> hey, But, you know, just wanted to get back. Like you are saying, uh, you want me? To, I'm going to give you time here to sh- give a shout out to your sponsors there. You know, because like you said, they've been very helpful to you. Uh, so if you ha- let people know who who it is that's been supporting you like that, we'll give them a million um, for it. Yeah, Kaiko Clothing. Uh, Tim with Kaiko has been awesome. He's uh he takes he takes care of my banners, my fight gear, logos, the whole nine yards. And without his help, this camp 
none of that would have been possible. So thank you so much, Tim. Um, BlueGoldSports.com out of West Virginia. I'm excited to be repping them because my family is from West Virginia. So my first company I get to rep, that's pretty exciting. Uh, of course, the Fight mm-hmm. Doctors. Um, SMH Material Handling. The Woody and the Vista. Engine Menders. Active Intelligence Tape. Um, Doug Gating Productions. And Southern Creek Apparel. All these guys helped mm-hmm. me make everything possible with training, with eating right, with hotel rooms, with everything. So I can't thank them enough for helping me. Okay. That's, I mean, I, you know, I, I have a little bit, like, I have nephews that have a gym. I know uh, several people here in the Alpine area that are fighters. So I knew a little bit about this. So I wanted to give you an opportunity to, you know, give a little airtime for those people because, you know, they, they are helping you chase your dreams. So it is good that you can give them a little bit of exposure. Um, uh, I'd like to get back to uh, get back to the uh, the training aspect of it, like you were saying. Um, for those people, I, I mean, we talked about it your last interview, but I'd like to go back to it because I, I, don't, I don't know if anybody doesn't know who you are. But just in case, uh, why don't you uh, tell them, how did you get involved with, uh, with mixed martial arts? You know, how did you get your start? You know, and uh, what do you feel your strengths are as a fighter? Um, when I first started, um, one of my managers at work, he was a pro MMA fighter, and uh, he knew I played basketball my whole life, and I was looking to get to something else after high school, and he's like, how about you try doing mixed martial arts? I was like, all right. So one night, I went to class, and I fell in love with it. That was about six years ago. So I've stuck with it ever since, and going to try and continue to see how far I can take it in UFC and Obviously, like everyone, want to be a champion. Definitely. Well, that's like I said. I mean, and and I pretty much I think I found out about you after your first fight, or maybe like right after. Like I said, because I have I'm friends with Molly Hoskinson and and some of the other fighters down there in your area of South Carolina, and it was like wow. I saw that clip and I was like, this girl's going to be going places. And like I said, I got on board Team Connors and. I've been saying for a while that people are going to need to remember your name. And, and like, you know, it's it's amazing that you're finally getting to make your Invicta debut. So that that's cool. Um, I guess uh, I want to say this. Um, what have you been doing? I don't want, you know, not revealing your game plan too much, but what specifically have you been doing to try to prepare for this fight? Um, um, a lot of, I don't want to give your game plan away, but... I mean, always same same thing for every camp. <laughs> so I feel like I'm always going against wrestlers and grapplers or well-rounded people. Just my takedown defense, um, my jiu-jitsu is a lot, kind of a lot quicker, a lot faster, a lot cleaner. Um, but I'm always improving my striking game as well. I mean, that's my strongest point, but I love striking, and I can always get better. Um, head movement, footwork, all that. So literally working on everything and just trying to protect as much as I can before this fight. Mm-hmm. And like like you said, you are you kind of are kind of known as a finisher. Like uh, looking at your your record on there, most of your your fights end either in you know KO TKO and you have that submission on there. I, I see. Um, so that that's you know even I, I saw that one one of your fights got mentioned on uh, Inside MMA and was I even think I posted the video where it was listed as one of the one of your KOs was uh, the top 10 KOs of 2015. So 
Oh, sweet. It's, it's, <laughs> it's good to see that you're, you know, you, you have some skills now, but it's good, you know, good to see that you're still improving. Um, I just want to kind of switch gears. Um, I know, like you said earlier about some things that you went through, I, I don't want to really get on to you about that, but uh, I know family is important for you. Uh, you know, I'm friends with your mom on Facebook also, and she's always posting about you. Um, can you talk about how your bond with your family is, and they're, they're kind of like your your foundation, how that helps you, uh, you know, do what you do in, in, in mixed martial arts? Uh, absolutely. Um, we lost my dad this past September, uh, the suicide. And um, I'm a part of MMA, and with my success and everything, I really want to help spread the awareness with mental health issues and how there is a whole lot of help out there and how the system's really messed up. But, um, yeah, my family, my sisters, my brother, my mother, they're my world. And just having that huge setback in September, just trying to show my sisters that, yeah, that was a huge setback, but it's all, we have each other. If we have each other, we can get through anything. So I took that fight in December. I wasn't impressed with my fight, not going to lie with that, but I won, and just trying to show them that if you put your mind to something, you can do it. Even if things are horrible in the world, you can still get through things. And they are definitely my biggest motivation to do well in the sport. Yeah. Definitely. I think, uh, actually, I saw today, I think, uh, isn't your your brother's graduating on the same day that you're making your, your Invicta <laughs> yeah, debut? Yeah, horrible timing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's so it's like, oh, from uh, the College of Charleston, so it's a pretty big day for both of us. Yeah, that's what I mean. They they might not get to be there, but at least they'll get to watch you on uh, Fight Pass. So they'll get to see you fight. But right. you know, I'll just give a give a congratulations to your brother there for me on that because that's uh, you know that's impressive as well. You know the the Connors family is definitely succeeding in in all kinds of areas there. But he made me laugh. So I was like, I'm really sorry. I, I talked talked to him before I actually took the fight, so I didn't want to offend him or get, make him upset. But he's like, no. He's like. There's gonna be more graduations. I'm like, all right, cool. Like, I'm glad you're gonna keep going after getting your undergrad. <laughs> yeah. So um, he's funny. <laughs> I mean, like I said, that's uh, part of you know what I feel is your appeal. I mean, that makes you very remarkable. It's like you said, you do, in a way. I mean, it, it. I just realized I was as you were saying that you know you have a lot of things in common with uh, UFC bantamweight Ronda Rousey. You know, you both went through a similar family situation, you're both, you know, you, you know, came stronger and you have that family uh, connection that builds your foundation. So that's, uh, you know, it, it's good to see that you do have that and that you do have that core to help make you stronger. And like, like you said, you were an example for your, your family members, your sisters and whatnot. And it's good to know that you have people there behind you. Yeah. It helps a lot. Okay. Um, you know, I don't want you to, you know, I don't want you to look too far beyond this, but what what do you see yourself doing in the future? What what are your hopes? Like you said, of course you want to try to eventually be champion someday. But, right. Uh, you know, just to say, <laughs> say this fight goes the way that you would hope it to, you know, what what would you like to have as, you know, going on in Victor from here? Um, I would really, like you said, I would really want the Amberlin Order fight only because, it's been talked about for so long, and she's really good. We're both from the southeast. It's kind of be, it'd be cool to be like, okay, who is the queen of the south? Who is it? Because we, I think we both have the same record. Maybe she has one more fight than me. 
Um, we're both the mm-hmm. champs. It's just really nice to finally get that fight. Um, yeah. But other goals, I just obviously keep winning, keep my win streak going. Um, and eventually in the next couple of years, I would like a shot at the title for Invicta. Yeah, and and uh, those are reasonable. Like I mean, not, I didn't want want anyone to think you know that I, you know that you're looking past uh, your opponent coming up next week because you know, but that's yeah that was kind of what I thought you were going to say is because that, that fight between you and Amberlynn Orr is something that a lot of people have been saying needed to happen and and I've been you know that was one of the reasons I was pushing it. Hopefully, uh, you know, that's something that Invicta can make happen. I mean, I think it would definitely be marketable. Like you said, you know, not just who is the queen of the South. You guys, I mean, as far as amateur bantamweights uh, go, you guys were like it. And, I mean, right. it's like, you know, it really comes down to who is the better between you two. Like she she was right. on uh, that Steve Austin's uh, show on uh, CMT where she said, you know, hey, uh, Pardon my language here. I don't usually use this word, but, you know, she said she was one bad bitch, and it's like, okay, well, who's the baddest of the bad here? So, I mean, so that's, <laughs> that's, you know, good to see that. Yeah, I hate using that word. It's, I, I, feel, I feel like a 10-year-old, you know, who got away with swearing, but that's <laughs> – I apologize. But yeah, that's uh, – you know, but like I said, I'm impressed with both of you fighters, and, and, that's, and that's something that I think hopefully Julian uh, Shannon will – consider in the future and and like you say you know it's it's refreshing to hear that you know you, you're saying hey i don't want a title shot right away you want to develop yourself and invicta is known right. for that you know that they they recognize you know they, they recognize that you know hey the fighters are a, a, a good resource and you don't want to rush it you know you could ruin a fighter's career by pushing them too hard too fast and and that's good to see that you know you have a good head on your shoulders that you know you don't want to rush it you want to earn it and that hopefully you will continue to earn it. Um, right. Yeah. Um, I was going to say here, uh, we're getting close to the to the end of the time here on the show here, so I just want I'm going to give you a chance to wrap things up. Uh, we got about five or ten more minutes, but uh, um, I'm going to be talking. I, I got a confirmation a couple of minutes ago from uh, Laura's manager Jay. I was saying I'm going to be talking to her on Sunday. Uh, is there anything you want to say to your upcoming opponent? I, I know you're. <laughs> Yeah, you're 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 a decent person. You're probably respectful. I'm not you know, <laughs> no. trying to get you to talk any smack yeah. or anything, but uh, yeah, and, <laughs> I'm not like that. So I'm excited, and I really appreciate Laura taking the fight because for women fighters, it's hard to get fights confirmed that quickly. But you know, I'm excited to throw it down and tell her to bring it on. Let's go. Let's do this. Let's open up the fight. I'll make sure to mention that. And like I said, I mean, I'll let her know that you weren't you weren't trying to talk smack or anything. It was just I, no. I just I, I wanted to try to get a little interaction. Um, I'm going to give you an opportunity here. Uh, what's your? Uh, how can people find you on on social media? You know, your Twitter, uh, Instagram, Facebook. How, how can they find you so that you know if they want to know more about Alexa Connors, how can they find you? Um. Okay. <laughs> on Twitter. It's Alexa Ray Ten and Ray Spar is spelled R A I. You can find me there on Twitter. Um, on Instagram is Alexa underscore Connors, and then you can just look up my fan page on Facebook. Yeah, there's a bunch of numbers after that. I was gonna say it's, it's, I have the information posted in the uh, the info section of this episode. So anyone wants to check her good. out, I have her. <laughs> Her Facebook fan page, her Twitter, and her Instagram. I just had to scroll down. That's that's why I asked you to 
ask or mention it because I didn't have it handy there at the moment. But but definitely check her out. Um, like I said, I've been talking about her for a while, and come next Saturday, the world is going to see, um, you know, who this person is. And like I said, remember her name because she's going to be making the headway there. So I'm going to give you a final moment here. Uh, let you say whatever you want, and uh, and then we can wrap this up. And I, I once again, I want to thank you for uh, taking time out of your schedule. Uh, I know you're busy, and you're, like you said, you're tired, but uh, I appreciate that. <laughs> and uh, definitely we'll have to talk again after uh, after you get the win next week. All right. Sounds good. Thank you so much. And I um, just want to say thank you, Team Connors, and everyone who's been following me and who's been supporting me and going to watch the fight, um, the family, revolution. And thank you so much to Invicta for allowing this opportunity to happen. But I really appreciate everyone. Okay, and well, that was it. That was uh, the amazing Alexa Connors. Like I said, you can check her out next Friday. She and Laura Howarth are going to be opening the show at Invicta FC 17. Uh, you can check that out on USC Fight Pass. And, uh, again, thank you, Alexa, and uh, I'll talk to you soon on that. Thanks. Mm-hmm. And, like I said, I, I do appreciate uh, Alexa for taking the time out of her schedule. Like I said, she... She's going to work soon. She's going to be at work at 5 o'clock. So, uh, you know, she put in a full day of training. Um, she took time out so she could speak with us here. And, you know, like I said, that's uh, – and, and that's why uh, Sunday I'm going to be talking to Laura, her opponent. And, like I said, this is a tough one for me. I'm happy for both of them, proud of both of them that they are getting their Invicta debut. This is a tough one for me because I, I'm not going to be able to – you know, I can't pick sides. I'm going to have to root for them both even though they both can't win. But um, like I said, I I, I want to thank uh, Alexa for taking the time out to call in. Um, like I said, it, it, it's it's going to be a great show. Uh, Invicta FC 17 is a stacked fight card. Shout out to Julie Kedzie and uh, Shannon Knapp for putting on another amazing fight card. It's probably going to be a super successful event as usual. Also, happy birthday to Invicta. They celebrate their four-year anniversary this week. Um, I saw that, you know, they, they just, they put on amazing shows and I have nothing but total respect for Shannon and, uh, Julie and everyone there at Invicta. Um, you know, they're doing MMA, right. I, I don't want to just say women's MMA, you know, even though that's what they specialize in, they do MMA, right. Um, if all the other promotions were doing it with the same level of professionalism and respect for the fighters and their well-being, um, and, and the way of developing them, right. You know, the MMA world would be better off, you know. Um, they definitely do MMA the way it's supposed to be, and, you know, they show. They, they like I said, I, I was lucky enough to interview Shannon uh, as a co-host of uh, Cage Side Submissions about, about a year or so ago, and, um, and you know, I, I did mention Alexa's name. I, I tried to pitch uh, Alexa versus Amber Lenore back then, and, and Shannon said that, yes, they uh, Victor, they had known both of those names. They were on the radar, and, uh, it, it, you know, throughout that interview, it was, uh, Shannon was saying how, that, you know, they, they, they recognize that, you know, their fighters are a resource and, and they, they, uh, very appreciative of that resource and they try to, to, uh, promote them in a way that's healthy for their career longevity. You know, they don't just want to toss somebody in there with, uh, you know, someone who's making their debut against a veteran who's got, tons of fights, you know, because that loss could not only shorten their their career, 
forward, but it could also, you know, lower the success trajectory. And, and it's good that, you know, that Alexa and Laura have landed with promotion like Invicta because they're going to take care of them, right, and hopefully they'll develop. They both can be successful. Um, so that's pretty much all I have for this week's show. I'm going to uh, end with some shout-outs to some people. Like I said, it's first time back in a while. Um, I'm looking for sponsors and advertisers all the time. But like I said, people, did. this equipment I have is pretty much junk. Um, it's not dependable, and unfortunately that means uh, I don't always get to do a weekly show like I want to. Um, it's been – the Toshiba's been acting pretty well this week. Uh, I should have been here last week. I wasn't feeling very well. I was stuck in bed. I was uh, dealing with some kidney stones, and it wasn't cool. So uh, this show should have been last week. And I apologize for that. So I'm trying to get you content on a weekly basis. It's uh, I, I could just I could use some sponsors and some advertisers. I got reasonable rates that I'm willing to to give people here. Uh, we got a good listenership. We got a dedicated listenership here, and I appreciate everyone that takes time out to watch the videos on YouTube, to listen to the radio show, to read the articles that I post over at the blog. And uh, like I said, hit me up on my Facebook. It's facebook.com slash zenrhino. That's Z-E-N-R-H-I-N-O. Message my inbox, and we can uh, get some reasonable rates uh, on some advertising here. And hopefully I could uh, get some better equipment, put out regular content every week because, you know, I want to interview the up-and-coming fighters just as much I want to interview the ones who are making their way in UFC, Invicta, Bellator, WSOF, uh, Legacy, all that. But, you know, also want to give shout-outs to the people at the local level, you know, um, Gladiators in the Cage, Pinnacle Fighting Championships, World Cage Fighting Championships, uh, X-Fighters, um, Cage Fury Fighting Championships. Those are all local promotions in the area. If you're listening, uh, the matchmakers, the promoters, uh, people, get get your fighters uh to contact me uh, or, or you guys contact me. I'm happy to have on fighters at the local level. Um, you know, it's I interviewed before this one, I did Dominic uh, Mazzotta out there. He, he fights at both uh, Pinnacle and Gladiators of the Cage. He should be in the UFC. So Dana White, I know you're listening. Get your boys together. Hop out on a, on a flight to Pittsburgh so you can check out some of the Gladiators of the Cage fights, the Pinnacle fighting championships. Even um, King of the Cage, uh, Mark Cherico, Pride of Bloomfield is going to be fighting for King of the Cage. Go check out the Western and Central Pennsylvania fighters and uh, actually all the Pennsylvania MMA fighters because they always bring it. Um, like I said, any of those promotions, get a hold of me. I'm happy to interview your fighters. Also, I want to mention before I go, Tough 23 is uh, just starting. We had two episodes in, and I am impressed with the ladies. Uh, several of the ladies, I think four of them that are on this season, are friends of mine on Facebook. Um, there were some more, about two or three more that are my friends that didn't get into the house that were on that uh, initial episode, and, you know, that sucks. But congratulations to the ladies who did make it. Um, I can only remember three right now, and I apologize. Uh, Amanda Bobby Cooper is one. She was very impressed me very much on that, and I even said, "Gun to my head, I pick her as the odds-on favorite so far this season for the uh, the ladies." Um, JJ Aldrich was very impressive on there. Jamie Moyle, 
also very impressive. Those are uh, three of the people on my friends list that I'm, I'm sure of. I apologize to anyone that I missed on that that are on there. Uh, but, ladies, um, if you're uh, willing, I'm also willing to interview you. I I understand there's, uh, you know, you can't talk about much whenever you're on the Ultimate Fighter because the season is progressing and the UFC doesn't allow people to talk about everything. But, you know, hey, we can talk about things that have aired and things that the UFC allows you to talk about. I did very well with uh, Season 19. We spoke with a bunch of the fighters there as the season was progressing. So uh, hit me up, ladies, or even the gentlemen. I'm willing to talk to you guys on that. Um, just want to put out the best shows possible for the fans, the listeners. Um, I'm going to give a shout-out to Doc Howie. Uh, he, he's been really cool. I've been product testing his uh, Zion X bands there and uh, been having amazing results with that. So check out. It's X-I-O-N-X dot U-S. Um, hit him up. It's an amazing product. It helps you out. Very beneficial. Also want to give a shout-out to uh, – <clears throat> Excuse me. Oh. <laughs> I want to give a shout-out to Dan Bogan, the announcer of Gladiators of the Cage. He's always been very supportive of me. And, um, you know, Gladiators of the Cage is an amazing promotion. Pinnacle Fighting Championship also amazing. You know, the Pittsburgh promotions do very well. So I always try to give uh, exposure to those guys. But a big shout-out to, to Dan for uh, – for keeping me in the limelight out there and mentioning me at the Gladiators of the Cage events. And also to Brian Vello of VellosVinyl.com. That's, he uh, does amazing uh, amazing work there with the vinyl. So check those guys out. And also, before I go, I want to give a shout-out to Burt Watson, the babysitter to the stars. Still wearing that T-shirt that you sent me, buddy. I uh, appreciate that very much. Um, like I said, this is Jeff McConnell, a.k.a. Zen Rhino. And uh, this is the Damage Report Live Radio. This was episode number 30, the Alexa Connors interview. And like I said, tune in on Sunday. I don't have a time for that yet. I'm trying to nail that down with Jay and Laura. So, but I definitely, I'm going to be talking to Laura Howarth, Alexa's opponent, next week at Invicta FC 17. So for this week, for this episode, I'm out. <laughs>